This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It was a bummer of a Wednesday night at Great American Ballpark as the Reds dropped two games to the Arizona Diamondbacks. They lose a suspended game from Tuesday night 5-4 to four, and then blow a 3-0 lead in the ninth, give up five runs in the tenth, and fall to the D-backs 8-5. to five. Hats off, though, to Tyler Malley, who pitched into the seventh inning and struck out nine in the nightcap. Highlights coming up, but first, some final thoughts on the night's action from Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. Thanks, Jed. Tough one tonight, and uh, Chris, you, you look back at this one, this one certainly slipped away. A very winnable game for the Reds, and it all started with an excellent outing from Tyler Malley. Uh, Tyler Malley dominated tonight. I mean, he struck out nine, pitched six and two-thirds. He probably had another batter or two in him, but you know, at the time, the Reds seemed like they were in complete control. They brought in uh, T.J. Antone, who struck out at four in an inning and a third, and it, it looked like it was going to be a, a very matter-of-fact 3 nothing win. It didn't turn out that way. The bullpen, uh, by the way, uh, only retired of the four pitchers that they brought in out of the bullpen. Only one of them retired the first batter that he faced. And uh, so the Reds have to put their attention down to the bullpen right now to try to figure out, you know, who David Bell can trust the most when they can trust it, what kind of matchups they want. In the meantime, the rest of this ball club, who's had a lot of fight in it already this year, you know they're getting Nick Castellanos back from suspension tomorrow. Uh, they're not going to lay it over dead for the Arizona Diamondbacks. It ought to be a good game. I expect them to come out fighting. Yeah, it should be an interesting wrap-up tomorrow night, and uh, no doubt Nick Castellanos is going to be a hungry hitter when he returns. Uh, you look at this game, how concerned are you about Amir Garrett right now? Well, you know, I think he's lost some confidence, and it's only natural for pitchers. You get beat around a little bit. You can't find the strike zone. You have high expectations of coming in and dominating like you did in spring training, and sometimes it just doesn't happen. But very much like what I said about Luis Castillo, if you're, if you're Amir Garrett, you've got to get back to basics. You know, what is the most important thing for a reliever to do, or any major league pitcher? throw strikes. You've got to be able to deliver that pitch that he knows best, which is his slider. Get that release point down until he can throw it for a strike. And he's got to use that four-seam fastball a little bit more. That pitch is a dandy pitch. And I think that because he's not using it enough, he's not getting good with it. And I'd like to see him challenge hitters on the inner part of the plate more and then drop the slider on him. Reds fall 8-5 to the Diamondbacks. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights. The completion of Tuesday's suspended game got underway about 25 minutes later than expected because of snow in Cincinnati on April 21st. Lucas Sims came back out in the eighth inning with the bases loaded. He got out of it without another run scoring. The Reds went down in order in their half of the eighth. Sean Doolittle came out and pitched a scoreless ninth. And then in the bottom of the ninth, Jesse Winker singled, but he was left stranded, and the Reds lose 5-4. to four. Now to game two. Tyler Malley made the start for Cincinnati, and he came out of the gate strong. He struck out Pavin Smith to start the game, then struck out Cole Calhoun. He then finished off the inning against Asdrubal Cabrera. Here's the 1-2 pitch. 
Swing and a miss, and he tied him up with a fastball in, and down on strikes is Drupal Cabrera, and Malley does just that. He strikes out the side to open the game, and we head to the bottom of the first. Through the first four innings, Malley gave up just an infield single and punched out seven batters. Meanwhile, the Reds didn't have much luck off starter Merrill Kelly until the bottom of the fourth. With one out in the inning, A. Eugenio Suarez singled, Joey Votto walked, and Nick Senzel singled to load the bases. Jonathan India then got the first run home. Swung on by India, lofted in the left field, and caught by Peralta on the run. That'll be deep enough to score the run as Suarez comes across. So a good job by Jonathan India putting the ball in play. Sacrifice fly. Reds won. Diamondbacks nothing. The Reds added to their lead in the fifth. Tyler Stevenson led off with an infield single. He moved to second on the Mally sack punt. And then Jesse Winker brought him all the way around. Here's the pitch. Ground ball, fair inside the first base bag. It goes rolling into the right field corner. Around to score is Stevenson. Winker not stopping around second. He's chugging for third, and he makes it easily. An RBI triple for Jesse Winker on a ground ball right over the first base bag. Tyler Naquin got the third run home. Now Tyler Naquin, he swings the first pitch and skies one to center field. Heath is there, but Winker will tag it third. He'll score easily, and that makes it 3-0 Reds. Tyler Malley ran into a bit of trouble in the top of the sixth. He walked the first battery face and then hit Andrew Young with a pitch. So first and second and no outs, and Malley really helped himself. Base runner, there's a little tapper. Back to Malley. Fields goes to second one. Suarez to first. Got him. Double play. And that starts with Tyler Malley getting rid of it and giving A. Eugenio Suarez not a soft throw, but a good, accurate, firm throw at second base so he could turn it. Well, the key there, Tommy, is no hesitation. Knew when that ball was coming back to him exactly where he was going to go with it. And Suarez turns it, and they get the leadoff hitter into a 1-6-3 double play. In the top of the seventh, Malley gave up a base hit to the first battery face, then retired the next two hitters, but walked Steven Vogt, and his day was over. T.J. Antone replaced Malley. He walked Josh Van Meter to load the bases, but struck out Nick Heath to end the inning. Here's Malley's line, six and two-thirds innings pitched, two hits, no runs, two walks, nine strikeouts, and a hit batter. T.J. Antone pitched an inning and a third. He gave up no runs, no hits. He walked one, and he struck out four. Amir Garrett came on in the ninth, and that's when things fell apart. He walked the first batter he faced. One out later, he walked another batter, and then Josh Van Meter stepped to the dish. Garrett's 2-2 pitch. Swing and a drive to right. Hit well. Naquin's going back. Looks up. Gone. This game is tied at three on a three-run home run by Josh Van Meter. Well, they went back to the slider, Garrett did, and hung it right there in the wheelhouse for the left-handed hitting Van Meter, and that was a no-doubter. The Reds had a real chance in the bottom of the ninth. With one out, Mark Payton walked. Then with two outs, Tyler Stevenson was at the plate. The pitch. Stevenson breaks his bat, loops one shallow right field. That's going to get down for a hit. It rolls behind Calhoun. Peyton to third, getting the wave. Here comes the throw. He is out at home. He slid feet first, stopped short of the plate, and then tried to hurdle the tag of the catcher, Kelly. And Peyton is out. And the... Inning is over. So we go to the 10th. Again, remember, you start with a runner on second base. CNL Perez 
was on the mound for Cincinnati. Cole Calhoun hit a fly ball to left. That allowed the ghost runner to move to third. Then David Peralta gave Arizona the lead. Perez comes set from the belt, brings it home. Weak tapper, right side, charging Blandino. Tried to barehand it to come home, and he can't make a clean pick. Everybody's safe. The Diamondbacks get a run. And they lead it 4-3. to three. Jose De Leon then came on the pitch, and things got out of hand. De Leon was ahead 0-2. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Inside, it hit him. He's selling it like it hit him. And he will head down to first. And they say no swing. It hit him. And he will head down to first base on a bases-loaded hit-by-pitch. He's actually struck out in his first at bat in the eighth. Here's the pitch, and Matheson loops one in the right. That'll fall for a hit. That'll bring Escobar home. Carson Kelly gets the wave home. Here comes the throw to the plate. It's not in time. Around to third, Rojas on the two-run single by Wyatt Matheson. A five-run tenth inning for the Diamondbacks, and it is to 8-3 Arizona. The Reds did manage to put two runs on the board in the bottom of the 10th, one thanks to Alex Blandino. Freezing rain last night. Now Blandino shoots a line drive, lands fair down the right field line and goes into the corner. Here comes Stevenson around third to score. Blandino slides in at second. It's an RBI double for Blandino to start off the Reds' 10th. Good bit of hitting right there. Blandino had a pitch way off the plate. It looked like it wasn't even going to be a strike. And he rifled it right inside the first base bag. Tyler Naquin brought home the Reds' fifth run. Naquin swings, grounds one through the right side, base hit. Blandino gets the wave around third. He's coming home. The throw into second. The Reds have scored two in the tenth. And it's now eight to five. An RBI single to right by Tyler Naquin. That's all they would score, however, and the game ends with the D-backs winning eight to five. Here are the game two totals for Arizona. Eight runs, five hits. Nine left on base. Cincinnati, five runs, nine hits. They stranded six. Clark, the winner, 1-0. Perez, the loser, 1-2. Josh Van Meter hit his first home run for Arizona. Game time, three hours and 40 minutes. Attendance, 8,025. Thursday afternoon, the Reds and Diamondbacks play the finale of this three-game series. Jeff Hoffman goes to the mound for Cincinnati against right-hander Taylor Widener. We'll be on the air at the pregame show at 12.05. First pitch is set for 12.35. Once again, the final scores on Wednesday night. The Reds lose the suspended game 5-4 and lose the nightcap by a final score of 8-5. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.